welcome to the Mystic Millennials podcast, hosted by Abby and Bethany. This is a podcast to share the reality of spirituality and what it is really like to be 20-somethings navigating a spiritual awakening. Join us weekly as we become your new spiritual BFFs, sharing all about our own journeys while celebrating the amazing people who inspire, motivate, and encourage us to embrace our modern mysticism. Let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Mystic Millennials for a very special guest episode. We have got today the most amazing, magnificent, magical Jenna Sansom from Terran Crystals. She is amazing. We, me and Jenna have like followed each other. Basically, I think since we both kind of started our businesses and our journeys around a similar time, um, like post pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, 2020 and, uh, we both kind of followed each other. I don't know how, but we've just been kind of, you know, just keeping in touch, you know, like seeing messages as you do. Um, and we were so excited to bring her on. She's such a wealth of knowledge. She's so kind. She's so lovely. I know you guys will get that energy from her. Um, and she's just so beautifully aligned with her soul. You can just see she just so speaks from her heart. Mm. Um, it was an absolute pleasure to have her on. I think me and Abby have like not stopped. We, we're recording this after um, and we haven't stopped smiling. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally on cloud nine. I feel so wonderfully energized after that episode I soaked in so much knowledge that she dropped and honestly we when we were speaking to her afterwards it was honestly like just channeled like channeled messages that was coming through just so much goodness that we touched on um, from Jenna's journey um, how she uses crystals how you can use crystals um, the ethics uh, and importance of sourcing ethical crystals. Um, and yeah, it was just freaking amazing. I know everyone is going to absolutely love it. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this very special guest episode. Um, we have Jenna with us. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So excited. So Jenna is the amazing owner of owner, founder, operator, crystal encyclopedia behind Heron <laughs> Crystals, um, <laughs> which if you've shopped crystals before, I'm sure you've checked out her page. But yeah, she's amazing. We were just talking. We have no idea how we connected through Instagram, but me and Jenna have been following each other for a while now. Um, and this has come forward. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so keen to chat. We are Amazing. so excited. So at the start of each episode, we like to do a little a little recurring thing about going through our weekly whinge and our weekly win. So like what's going really well and what do you just want to have a bit of a whinge about? Um, <laughs> so because you're our guest, we would love you to go first. What's your win and Okay. Read? I'm actually really glad that I've prepped myself for this. I was listening to one of your episodes this morning and this came up. So I'm like, okay, nine times out of 10, they're going to ask me this. So <laughs> I have thought about it. Def, I'll start off with my win. So my win, I've just really found my creative energy this week. 
um, you know, not last week, the week before, I was super low in energy, super low motivated. So kind of worked a lot with my sacral solar plexus chakra and I'm just feeling a lot better. Um, my wins for the week, people crossing my boundaries. You know, when you set those boundaries and people just want to cross them and they're not respectful of them. I've, I've encountered a lot of those people this week. So um, that's probably been my whinge for the week. Ugh. The yeah, worst. I hate that. I freaking hate that. And that's so like, it's so Scorpio season, you know, like we don't want anyone to cross us ever. Don't come near me. Don't look at me. Don't breathe at me. You know, like it's very yeah. like, I need my alone time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what about you, Beth? Um, my win is that, so me and my partner are moving, um, at the start of January. Um, and we went to Ikea yesterday and we actually managed to agree on like everything. Like that is a huge when win. Does, when does, that, does that ever happen? Like literally when does that happen? Like me, we never agree on anything. We both have our Venus in Libra. So we hate making decisions. Like we're just like, no, you pick, no, you pick. Uh, and then we just fight. Um, but we agreed on everything. We like got basically our, we don't need to go back for any furniture shopping. We're sorted. Oh we got gosh. like everything. Um, so that was my win. Cause it was like a real once in a blue moon. Like the stars must've really aligned for us mm-hmm. to make a decision yesterday. Did you have um, to get like, are you getting all new furniture? Like everything? We're pretty sorted. We just needed like, you know, you just need like a TV, you know, I live with my family. We don't really need a TV unit. So I need like TV unit, coffee table. Mm. We need it. Like I need it. I got a desk and a chair for my home. Oh, Cause I'm yeah, going to have like an exciting. office, which is so I was like, for yourself. Thriving. yes, I'm just thriving. And then I, um, I got some new crystals the other day. So that'll go all my desk when I set it up, which is amazing. Um, and then my whinge. Actually, I don't know that I have a wind this way. I'm in a really, you know, I've got my iced coffee. I'm in a good mood. So, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to leave it at the wind, guys. Beth, I love that for you. No. That will never happen again. I always love having the wind. It's just a once off. But, yeah, I'm doing all right. I like having a wind as well. Um, so my win, the only thing I can think of is I have officially committed to becoming a hypnotherapist. <gasps> So I, said, I did it. I did it. So I'm very excited about that. How exciting. Yeah. I put down the deposit. I'm getting all ready. And so I'm feeling really excited about it. So that's my win, probably like the commitment, I, <laughs> I guess, that. because I've been like, you know, umming and ahhing, like, which training do I want to do? Um, and everything just aligned. And I was like, I'm going to go for it. Um, mm. So that's my win. Mm-hmm. it's actually I actually have to struggle to think of a whinge as well um no I know um I've got <laughs> <laughs> didn't take me long did it didn't take long um, no <laughs> so this week is my final week of university ever actually so I'm finishing oh my, my degree God, how exciting. So I'm so excited um but final week means a lot of assignments a lot of stuff to get done And that was actually what I was on just previous to this call. I had a group assignment. We had to do our presentation and my whinge is just simply group assignments. I hate them. (laughs) Group assignments, full stop. That's it. (laughs) I've never been to uni, so I cannot relate. Like everyone always complains about like group assignments and I have no, I have no like understanding of it, but I can just imagine they seem like simply the worst (laughs) simply the worst so that's my win just having to do a group assignment (laughs) not even just general assignments altogether specifically (laughs) yes so well I love that for us um and 
I would love to get into all about you, Jenna. Let's let's talk all about you. Do you want to just go over kind of a bit of an introduction to yourself and an introduction to your business, your wonderful business? Yeah, perfect. So I've been, um, I have had Perrin Crystals for about, when did I start? December last year. So what's that, like nine or 10 months? Mm. So yeah, I've had it for about nine or 10 months. Um, I originally started, I was working in hospitality prior um, and then I lost my job because of COVID. And then I started this job because I was really, I feel like that time, so I was, about, I was unemployed for about a, about a year. So I had heaps of time, heaps of free time. And in that time, I really dove deep into spirituality and that's where I found my passion. So I was like, yep, this is me. Um, and yeah, I just really got into crystals and I was like this, I, I just, I felt this huge message to share it with people. Um, it was really scary and overwhelming to begin with, you know, similar to you, Abby, with the hypnotherapy, you're probably just like, I know for a couple of months there, I was like, should I, should I not? I was so just, yeah, really overwhelmed. Um, but same as you, everything just aligned and I just felt this huge pull to do it. So yeah, that's a bit about me. I do online, the market. I love doing markets because I'm like, I always love talking. So online, I'm like, you know, just texting people or, you know, just writing little handwritten notes for their orders. So it's nice to be connecting with people, you know, um, at the market. Mm, I love that. How often do you go to the market? So I go every two weeks. So I do a vegan market just because I love the community. Um, and yeah, so there's one on the Goldie, which is where I am on the Gold Coast. Mm. And then there's North Brisbane, South Brisbane. So yeah, about every two weeks. Awesome. That's so cool. I yeah, love that. I love it. I wish I could come. I'm going to just travel up just to come to a market and see you. <laughs> you know, we <laughs> keep talking. Like- we just need to do like an Australian tour. Yeah. At this point. Just like oh just to God, see yeah. all the online friends that we've made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's so funny because at the market, like I set up my little stool and then I get my Palo Santo and do a quick cleanse and people like look at me like, what is that smell? And I'm like, guys, I'm just setting the vibes for the day. And then throughout the day, like I'll have my sound bowl on the table. So I'll start doing that. And like the looks I get, people are like, what is this crazy woman doing? <laughs> Such like, a vibe. The energy has to be right. I, we've got to set it, set it up for success. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Exactly. But you know, those people who aren't really into crystals and all of that, they do. They just look at you and they're just like, what? you're a crazy woman <laughs> I know and I can totally relate as well like you said like I think all of our journeys are really similar in that it was that pandemic and so many people mm. would relate as well like everyone I kind of talked to are like you know I just had all this time to myself and I just was like well I'm just gonna like maybe look inwards and then this like spiritual journey really beginning I think that's so beautiful that you just followed that that call you could just kept being like you need to share this you need to share this and I mean, it's obviously exactly. worked out so well. Like you, I just saw you just celebrated 3000 followers. Congratulations. I know. Um, so crazy. Incredible. <laughs> I think it just goes to show people do really want to know more. They want to learn. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing that you have such a beautiful like knowledge and gift to share. It's the best. Yeah. And I think not only like, I know for us, you know, career wise, the pandemic was such a huge turning point, but I think. Um, you know, this pandemic for a lot of people, it allowed people to turn inwards and to really figure out what the, the deep parts of themselves or the dark parts of themselves. Because, you know, I think we were so 
we had a, a life so fast paced where we were working, we were going to school or going to uni, whatever it might be. Um, never, no one ever really took the time to settle down and figure out what was going wrong. And I think a lot of people started looking at the holistic kind of alternatives. So, you know, your Reiki healing, um, all of those kinds of things, crystal healing, all of those. Um, so, yeah, the pandemic, I know it's like a shitty thing for a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, for a lot of people, I think it was a great turning point. Yeah, I was going to say, hate the pan- pandemic for us, but also love it for us. <laughs> yes, right? right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, I uh, would love to go traveling, but look, it is what it is. <laughs> I am missing traveling a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, But I'd love you for you to um, just share anything you're comfortable with about your healing journey and kind of how that started for you, um, I guess, like your spiritual awakening and, and kind of how you got to this point. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually crazy. My mum only shared this with me the other month, but um, I feel like I've always kind of had this. I, I genuinely now believe I have a sole purpose on this earth plane to share these messages with people. That's truly what I believe my purpose is here on the earth plane. Um, and I think I kind of, throughout my teenage years, you know, just with life and working and high school and friends, I kind of lost that. But Back to what my mum was telling me the other week. So she actually told me we, I was about, I'd say eight or nine and we moved into this new place and she loves incense. And I walk into this new place. It's the first time I've walked in and I grab incense. I light it and I start going around to every corner of the room and like cleansing it. But she was like, she said to me the other week, she was like, but there's no way, like I never did that. I had no friends that would have done that. So you've just like randomly done this. Um, And I think that looking back, you know, and now that I'm doing a lot more research into spirituality and um, especially with like kids and their intuition, you know, a lot of people say to protect that intuition and protect a kid's mind because you don't have so much, let's say garbage, you know, when you're a kid and then when you start getting to school or to uni, just all of these responsibilities, all these expectations fall on you. So I think I kind of like lost a lot of my purpose throughout high school, which is fine. I grew a lot from that. Um, And then I think I definitely went probably to the lowest point of my life where I was diagnosed with anorexia. That was a really low point in my life. So I think it all started, I lost my grandpa to cancer, which was really horrible. So for that, I look back now and it was all me trying to just control situations. And when it came to food, that was so easy for me to control. Um, I'd say I had anorexia for about two or three years. So it started when I was about just before I was 17. And then I would say that I started on my recovery journey when I just turned 18, 19, I think. Um, But it got really, really bad. You know, I was um I just turned 18 and I remember two weeks later I was admitted to hospital I was 38 kilos you know I was eating the smallest amounts of food it was it was really horrible um and then you know for a year there I was supposedly committed to recovery when low-key I just was not I was still very much sitting into the same habits doing the same things was just sitting into that self-sabotage and I think a lot of that came from the victimization that I was holding on to from my inner child um, and some trauma that I experienced as a child. 
so this is kind of like my coping mechanism um and then you know stemming from that I then lost my job because of COVID and that was a huge turning point for me because a part of my eating disorder was also over exercising but this is the really crazy turning point and I was actually speaking with one of my yoga friends the other day and she kind of asked what got me into yoga within the first place and um I actually said it's kind of crazy because I got into yoga for the wrong reasons. I lost my job because of COVID. We were stuck inside. We had to isolate, but I needed to exercise. And I hated strength training, all of those kinds of things. So I thought, you know what? I'll do yoga. That's moving my body. I'll burn some calories, whatever my mind was thinking at that time. Um, so I started yoga. And I think from then, it just really got the ball rolling with spirituality because yoga, it's a whole philosophy. Mm. So I was talking to one of like my uh, yoga teachers that I look up to. And that's what I said, you know, it, it's crazy because it's like yoga just came and grabbed me at the lowest point of my life. And I feel like if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So from yoga and learning all that philosophy, I learned about energy. So I decided to dive more deeper into crystals. And then from that is when I started all of my business. I had literal chills <laughs> like throughout <laughs> that. And thank you for sharing so vulnerably. That is such a powerful story. And, you know, the synchronicities and alignment that come that comes through when you're reflecting back on on your story is yeah it's just mind it's wild and I feel like it, it's something that I know we can place all these trigger warnings on subjects like this um which is rightfully so because I believe that a lot of women and men these days struggle with eating disorders and struggle with all these kinds of things um so I think that having this subject more openly spoken about and so people can relate to one another, you know, it, it's a, it's an everyday struggle for a lot of people without realizing. Mm. Um, but I think, you know, you have to get to your lowest lows to reach your highest highs. Um, and I'm grateful for every single minute of it, you know? Yeah. It's that magic dark that, um, that turning your pain into your power. It's so absolutely hundred yeah. percent. And I will thank yoga and devote my life to yoga for the rest of my life. Cause like I said, if it wasn't for yoga, I genuinely don't think I would be here. It's just, it's crazy. You know, I going back to the point where I was, you know, cleansing my mom's house to, you know, everything. I feel like I just always had that within me. And I feel like, you know, I was at a point in my life where I really, really needed help. And even though I wasn't at all myself connected to the universe, the universe knew that I had something that needed to be used. Um, so just came and grabbed me and here I am now. And I truly do feel that I have touched a lot of lives, which I'm so very proud of. <laughs> that's incredible. And I love what you said about that, that it's always been within you. I think that's so powerful. And it's something that I think we're all starting to realize, you know, the, the more we connect back to this part of ourselves, you know, like you were saying, like, I love that part. You were saying like, you know, when we're younger, 
we have all that like soul remembrance. You know what I mean? We remember everything we've done before and we just act with such an instinct. Like we just act so authentically from our, from our heart and our soul. And yeah, we're totally taught to, nope, don't do that. Nope. Do that. Um, do this instead. Nope. That's not productive. That's not whatever. Um, and I love that this has just been, yeah, that like just path of like reconnection to self um, and that you found so many amazing modalities that helped you with that I think it's so cool it's just such a cool thing as well like you know for people that are in that lower part of their journey they are still in that lowest low they're building up to that highest high um just connect back to what feels good what feels right for you do all the things and and just see what see what sticks really (laughs) yeah of course and it's crazy because you know when I was kind of struggling with my eating disorder I was working with an energy healer and that's where she found a lot of blockages in like my sacral and solar plexus chakra, which has a lot to do with like, um, you know, because as you would know, chakras also correlate with organs in the body. Um, So it was really interesting to find that majority of my blockages were there. So not only doing the the work within myself but also working with an energy healer was literally massive in in my um you know, just healing and just becoming a better version of myself. Um, There's a lot of scary moments and a lot of vulnerability that I had to share with a lot of people and myself. Um, But it's taught me so much resilience, so much resilience. And I wouldn't be half the woman I am today if I didn't go through any of that. Mm, And from what you're saying, it's just this theme of, of coming back to yourself and removing like, removing you know the the shit that can then can cover that the shame and the guilt and and you know fear that can can take us away from ourselves um yeah oh so yeah of course and I also think you know I for a bit there I would say for about a, a year while I was recovering from this illness you know I was kind of just ripping the band-aid and I wasn't actually diving deep into what the actual root cause was and as I kind of mentioned earlier it had a lot to do with like my inner child what I experienced as a child I was holding on to a lot of victimization a lot of grief a lot of anxiety a lot of hurt a lot of pain so for a bit there you know yes I did kind of recover from my illness Um, But I would then find different coping mechanisms through other things that would help me deal with that pain. So then starting to place more effort and energy into going to a psychologist, um, you know, connecting with energy healers, doing all those kinds of things, um, investing into crystals, you know, all of those kinds of things, whatever kind of self-care regime that may look like for you, visiting that dark part of myself and healing that, not healing that outer layer, healing the root. Um, was really essential into me actually healing mm-hmm. you know because I think especially in the westernized world they place all these illness and all of these kinds of things on there so I really clung on to the identity of me being an anorexia survivor or being someone with anorexia um, when I was just someone who I just looked at myself like a like a child you know I was just someone who went through a bit and this was my way of coping and that's okay but it's now time I need to heal this because you know, as we would know about, you know, generational trauma, I don't want to carry this on to ongoing generations, you know, I need to heal this. 
That's so beautiful. Feeling it to heal it. You gotta, you gotta get in there and yeah. <laughs> feel it. Yeah. And it was messy at times. Like, oh my gosh, it was messy. But I feel like, um, you know, as you just mentioned, you need to feel it for sure. Mm, I would love to dive in now to how did you become interested in crystals? When did that kind of come up in your journey? Or, I mean, for me, I've always, as a child, kind of, as you said, I've always had this kind of innate um, draw to crystals. So I would love to hear more about how that interest and, and utilization of crystals. um, Yeah. Yeah. So I've always, um, my mom firstly introduced me since I was really young. She's always, she's a bit of a hippie herself. So she introduced me into crystals. Um, And like I kind of said there, you know, I myself, and I can even say now from how I experience as a crystal business owner, you know, I'm at the market and the amount of kids that I get up coming to buy crystals, or they're just interested in touching them, feeling them. It's crazy. And it makes me so, so happy. Um, So yeah, like as a, as a child, you know, I remember picking up my mom's crystals. I remember my mom and dad used to take me down to a crystal shop. Um, I remember my first two were I think pyrite and rose quartz and I literally still have them like I they're right here next to me (laughs) literally I got these I got these when I was like seven or eight and I still have them um so yeah as I kind of mentioned before I think I disconnected from all of that throughout high school I placed my energy in things that really weren't worth my energy um and then I think going through all of this this growth and through all this change I found that again um and then yeah I remember like my sister she does regular appointments and just across from that was a crystal shop and I said to my mom let's just go have a look and as soon as I stepped in there I just felt this rush of like peace and relaxation and I was just like okay I need to get some crystals because I had a couple but I was like "I, I just need to get some and um that's as soon as the ball started rolling really you know I got those crystals and then they had like a wholesale um thing so I was like perfect let's begin this journey I'm so ready because I was like I love crystals so much I've found them helpful for me um and I can help the lives of so many people through it you know yeah so cool sorry don't worry I'm just like absorbing the info (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I often do that. I like forget to like ask another question. Cause I'm just like, I'm just loving this conversation so much. Yeah. Um, and I think we've all got that experience, like going into like your first proper crystal shop. Like, like you said, you know, you had crystals and stuff, but I think we all have had that moment where we're just like, Oh, this is cool. Like this is, this is where I'm meant to be right now. Like I, I yeah, literally, it felt like home. I was like, I walked in, especially to the, they had like a geode room where they, they had these huge, massive geodes, um, you know, like three to 10 kilo. They're like huge. Um, and my mom, both, my mom and I both looked at each other and we're just like, holy crap, like the energy in this room is unreal. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just crazy. I just remember that because it was the first time that I'd voluntarily gone to a crystal shop on my own. You know, I had crystals, but I kind of just had them bought for me from my mom or my dad or whatever. Um, so I think it was the first time me kind of experiencing it and going through what I went through, I was really needing that healing. And I think when I walked in, I even just felt even just this moment of peace, um, which was really, really nice. And I kind of wanted to hold on to that. And then I started exploring crystals and then that's when, yeah, I started it and I just 
that's literally that's literally my slogan I want to put it on a t-shirt my slogan is lovingly shifting collective consciousness so I you buy know, that t-shirt yes totally totally <laughs> totally so you know I started with crystals and then now I'm doing my yoga teacher training so I should be done that in May next year that's so exciting which it's just yeah I'm so excited so it's just like another pillar of holistic um you know healing that I can give people for those who might not be in- interested with crystals um you know have yoga as that pillar of helping people because like I said earlier it's a whole philosophy mm, I love that and I guess I, that kind of ties in, like, I'd love to know, you know, for people that maybe, you know, have had crystals before, but maybe haven't really felt that connection to them or what have you, like, I guess, can you explain a bit about how, you know, how they can be such a tool for, for energy healing? Um, and I guess kind of where to start as well in terms of, you know, if someone is listening to this and they're like, that sounds sick, I want to do that. Um, you know, where to start when it comes to working with, with crystals? Yeah, of course. So, I think, first of all, you need to, I always look at crystals as this gift from Mother Gaia. So it's this gift from the earth that's been given to us. And essentially, you know, the frequency of this earth is love. It's peace, you know. So taking, not necessarily taking, that's not the right word to use, but essentially, you know, as I mentioned, Mother Gaia, they've, they've, they've given us this, this beautiful crystal to use to return us back to this earth frequency of love and of peace, whatever crystal you might choose. Um, and I, I think for a lot of beginners, because there are so many crystals out there, they get really overwhelmed. They're like, oh God, like, where do I start? Mm. You know, it is really overwhelming. Um, and I think for a lot of people, even people who come up to the market, like I, I have a bunch of tumbles and they're like, I have no idea what one to choose. And I'm like, just let your intuition flow. And a lot of people I feel aren't connected to it, their intuition. So it is really, really hard for them. It really is. So I think just asking yourself, you know, what do you need right now? Do you know, do you need something that's going to help you relax? Do you need something that's going to, are you manifesting something right now? Tuning into what you need right now or what you need on your spiritual journey or what you just need from life in general. That's a good starting point. But I think, you know, your, your basics are like your amethyst, your rose quartz, your selenite. Um, really would recommend cleansing, of course. I think everyone knows that, but cleansing. So, you know, your fuel, full moon is your best friend for that. Um, you know, your sage, your palo santo, of course, look into the ethics of that as well. So, you know, if you're not very, if that doesn't resonate with you ethically, you can use things like incense, salt, water, just double check on your crystals because not a lot of crystals can take water or salt. Um, but yeah, even just reaching out to your local crystal shop, whether that be me or any other person, you know, just reaching out to them. I think I can speak for myself, but a lot of people in this industry they're totally open to any questions you have, whatever it may be. There's no silly questions. So I think, you know, for all beginners or people who have been in the game for a couple of years but want to learn something new, like just ask, ask questions. I love that because I, I know for me, I've always been, I've always loved crystals, but only recently yeah. started using them for other than me, you know, gazing at them and be like, you're so beautiful. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I, I love, I love that approach because when I did start getting into it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so like, I have to cleanse this crystal this way or, or that way. I can't cleanse it that way. So I love your approach to it and, and, you know, that offer to, to ask questions and allow, allow yourself to explore and ask questions from people. Um, and you did mention cleansing. I would love to know cleansing, charging. Yeah. I we hear those two things. Yeah, because I wrote a whole blog post on that the other day because it's kind oh, we'll of like, link it. <laughs> well, link it for sure because like it's, you know, cleansing and charging, it's, it's really interesting you know the difference because, you, you know, you've got cleansing, which is essentially your crystal, whatever it may be, is pretty much like a sponge. It will soak up any negative energy. I wrote this in my blog post and I love the saying, but it's pretty much like your bestie. Like, you know, when... For example, at the start, we talked about our whinges, like kind of like that. You just go on this rampage and you're just like, this is what's going on with my life. And it soaks up all that negative energy. So Mm. essentially you need to cleanse that. And I mean, a good rule of thumb is, you know, every month or so. um, And I feel like the more you're in check with your intuition, it'll tell you otherwise. You'll feel when your crystal, um, you know, isn't working at its highest potential. Um, and then, you know, you've got your, your charging aspect, with, which is essentially charging up its energy or attuning it to you. Um, so there are a lot of, you know, crystal attunement meditations you can do. Um, in my blog post, I also kind of talk you through a meditation you can do to better attune it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just kind of say it in short. So pretty much you hold your crystals in your non-dominant hand. So for example, if you're right-handed, hold your crystals in your left, vice versa. Um, pretty much just close your eyes, sit with your crystals. It, it, it'd be good to kind of have the crystal properties in your head already. You know, so let's just say um, you have some smoky quartz. That's really good for grounding, anxiety, worries. So kind of sit with that crystal. Think about those properties. Um, really feel that energy and just allow it to attune to your energy. That's really, really important. So that's the whole charging aspect. Um, so doing that meditation is really important once again your full moon's really good um, but I would highly recommend for sure like I know crystals and cleansing and charging it doesn't have to be a chore it should be easy and I feel like the westernized world has made it crystals you need to do this you need to do this you need to do this no like just go with the flow um, you know it, it's it's really not that difficult to ma- maintain your crystals it really isn't it's not a chore um but I would always recommend a piece of selenite in your space and next to your crystals selenite never needs cleansing and it'll also cleanse the crystals around you know the selenite so if you're one of those people and look I'll put my hand up and I'll admit sometimes the day after the full moon I'm like holy it was the full moon last night meanwhile I've done all my rituals like I do a full moon ritual (laughs) but I would just totally forget about putting my crystals outside because I'm just so in the moment with the full moon and just you know going through my ritual um but yeah having that piece of selenite there it's just always going to keep it cleansed and it's a high vibration Mm, I love my selenite I love oh it. I've got this like for anyone watching on YouTube, I've got this like bowl, this selenite bowl, and I've got like four of them. So I just put all my tumbles in them. Like if I, you know, take tumbles out throughout the day, then I'll chuck them in my selenite bowl, give them a cleanse. Yeah. Um, you can get so many different selenite things. There's like charging plates and I've got like towers on either side of my bed. And 
love it. Yeah, big fan, huge yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I know, selenite's amazing. Well, by the sounds of it, we all love selenite. So I might have to do a cheeky little discount code for the listeners, for sure, which we have some like selenite towers and selenite plates and selenite bowls. Um, and yeah, they're just perfect and really good for beginners as well. Because if you say to a beginner, like, oh yeah, you need a cleanse, you know, um, or you need to attune to your crystals. People are just like, what? they're like I'm stressed now (laughs) and also it can be I'm like like you said Jenna like there are so many like shoulds and should nots and it can be really scary like some people I've spoken to people um you know I'm like oh you know just like work with this crystal and they're like but what if I put a wrong intention into it or like what if I break it and I'm like no no you can't like it's and it's like you said at the start like it's from mother earth it just runs at pure love it just brings in beautiful vibes like you can't you can't break a crystal you can't charge it wrong um exactly yeah Yeah. exactly right and I actually remembered, and for anyone who who has experienced this or, you know, will experience this maybe, I remember um, someone came up to me at the market. They bought a crystal off me the last time I was there. And they said to me, they were like, oh, my God, Jenna, like, my crystal broke. Um, And I was like, oh, no, like, that's so bad. Like, when did this happen? And it only happened a couple of days prior. And that's right. She was freaking out. She was really upset. Um, And I was like, you know what? when crystal break when a crystal breaks it means that it's served its purpose for you you know it's kind of it's created that that breakage which you know metaphysically if you look at it from a bigger picture it's really breaking a lot of that um you know it's it's creating a lot of that change and breaking cycles breaking habits all of those kinds of things and I've had that a couple of times where there's been some breakages from people who've bought things from the market I even had this one girl, I had like a chakra wand. So it had seven different stones for all the seven chakras. And it had actually broken because we were talking a lot about what she needed. And um, I offered her a couple of stones, including the chakra wand. And it broke in the solar plexus area. And when I like recommended a lot of stones to her and when we were talking about what she needed, it had a lot to do with her solar plexus chakra so I was literally like it's helped you you know once again she was upset she was like I don't know like why it broke you know um and I'm just like chill it's okay like even if a crystal breaks it's not that you've done the wrong thing or um you know it's and it's you know what it actually sucks because this has happened to me I've gone and got stock and I remember I got like a couple of clear quartz ones and I brung them home and I dropped them and all of them smashed. And I was oh. like, oh my God. Cause I was like, no, that's my stock. But then I was like, you know what? It's obviously not meant to be, you know, those crystals. Like I just look at everything right now as it's, it's all in alignment. You know, there's, mm. there's no, there's no mistakes or anything like that. So I was like, those crystals just weren't for me. Maybe they picked up energy from another person. And because clear quartz is an energizing crystal, um, maybe if I were to hold on to those or pass them on, even though I cleanse my crystals anyway, you know, um, maybe they just weren't for me or weren't for any of my customers, you know? Mm. So yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing is like a, everything happens for a reason pretty much I'm I'm a fair believer of that and it took me a while to like believe that I remember I used to get so hot-headed like a year ago if that happened to me I would be like oh my god no 
Whereas now I'm just like, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, surrendering. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I'm really glad you pointed that out, Beth, because with crystal breakages or anything, as you mentioned, you can't do anything wrong with crystals. You know, um, like I said, like the earth vibration is love and peace. You know, um, you look at the heart chakra. I love the chakras, as you can tell. The heart chakra, Same. for example, <laughs> you know, like it's, um, your green chakra you look around at the earth it's green you've got your trees you've got your grass you've got all of that like literally the earth's vibration is love and peace and that is where your crystals come from and as long as you attune them to you that's all they're going to give you um but yeah definitely cleanse them so when that's your bestie though <laughs> absolutely totally agree um <laughs> i would love for you to offer your top tips on tapping into that intuition not only with um you know in general but like using your crystal buying um you know when you're buying crystals an opportunity to flex that intuition and to tap into it um because I think everything you've been saying I'm like you obviously have such a strong connection to your intuition and I think you might have some great tips yeah so I would say like choosing your crystals. Is that kind of what you're asking? Like um, tips of how to choose them? Yeah, how to choose them and just intuition in general, like yeah, whether yeah. that's connected to crystals or, or not. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I'll start with, um, you know, picking your crystals. So like I said, I do markets and online. I have a couple of customers who just prefer the markets. They prefer to pick up their crystals and feel them, which is fair enough. So you can do that. Um, you know, go to your local crystal shop, take your time, allocate, give yourself like an hour or two, however long you need, um, you know, go around your crystal shop, pick things up. You'll, I feel like you'll feel the one that's right for you. Close your eyes, you know, if you take note, if you feel any sensations, I know um, some crystals that really resonate with me, you know, my hand will get a little bit warm. Um, it sounds really horrible, but it's just my way of sensing things. But sometimes I'll get a slight headache or I'll get slight dizziness. Mm, um, yeah, like any of these things, feel out for the sensations. Um, that's really important. I would say getting crystals online, obviously it is a little different. You can't feel the crystals, but everything's an energy exchange. And we, even with phones, you know, we're still exchanging energy. You know, even with this podcast right now, even though this is live while we're recording it, people who are maybe listening to this a couple of weeks down the track, a year down the track, five years down the track, we're still going to be channeling through this energy. You know, they're still going to be feeling this. So I feel, you know, even if it may not resonate with you, even if you were to buy crystals online, that energy is still channeling through you. So like I said, just taking your time through a website, you know, seeing what's right for you. Um, you know, on my, on my website, I allocate certain collections. So like I said earlier, if you just want to ask yourself, you know, what do I need right now? So I kind of have like, I think it's five different collections, whereas like abundance, relaxation, love, intuition, and protection. So that's a good indicator. And that's a great place to start. It's just going, what do I need right now? Mm -hmm. And starting there really taking your, th taking your time through the product pages, really feeling it, reading the descriptions, kind of asking yourself how you would use them. Um, I think for a lot of beginners or a lot of people who feel they need a lot of healing right now, tumble stones are a great place to start. 
because you can carry them with you you know they're great whereas I think your bigger pieces you know they're kind of more home decor uses or just things you can use throughout your space so all of your smaller stones are really really great to use um, but that would be my tips for kind of picking a crystal intuitively whether it be in person or online with intuition in general um, you know your stones great place to start you know a lot of your crown chakra stones my favorite amethyst you know you've got your selenite all of those wonderful things so definitely crystals for sure um, otherwise a pendulum pendulums are amazing tarot cards um, you might be able to kind of help me out on this one best but am I right that you you shouldn't buy your own tarot cards like they should be gifted to you so that was always kind of the the thing that was always what was really um like promoted but I think in more modern times you know because back in the day like those were things that were passed down like you couldn't jump online and learn about different um spiritual belief systems and things like that from your family you just kind of you learned what was taught to you so that's how that kind of origin originated was that the cards were passed down just like maybe a bible would be passed down in a family like those sorts of things um whereas now modern times you know we can jump online and we can really investigate um for ourselves so no to be honest it's kind of it, it can be a way of a lot of people see it as kind of a way to like gatekeep um and to be putting rules and restrictions around spirituality um but no if if you're buying with with beautiful intent um and I really suggest and that's something that comes up you know people like what tarot deck should I get because there's like a million of them um really similar to what you said Jenna if you're shopping online you know when I'm looking for new stuff I'll like put on my like meditation playlist while I'm like looking online and I will like you said I'll really look through all the photos and I'll just go with what kind of you know tickles my fancy for me my my ears ring and I get a headache right across my forehead that's how I know (laughs) that my guide that's my guides being like yeah yeah good good um so yeah just taking your time but no you can definitely purchase um for yourself obviously if if um there's someone in your life that wants to purchase one for you and gift it to you that's obviously beautiful but um no there's no need to wait you can you can do your thing (laughs) I'm so glad I asked that because yeah like that's kind of what my mum originally said to me so for my birthday last year, she bought me a deck of tarot cards. And yeah, they've been unreal. Like I need guidance when I ask my tarot cards and like literally so spot on. It's crazy. It's it's actually wild. Um, but yeah, so tarot cards. And I just wanted to ask that quickly because I know it was a big question I had. So I feel maybe a lot of the listeners might be some questions they might have as well. Um but I think I mentioned pendulums before and this is actually a really, really fun activity. You can do it on your own, but if you have like a bestie or a partner, definitely do it with them. Um, but it's holding like a pendulum, any pendulum over your chakra point and kind of see if they spin, it kind of means, well, this is for me anyway. I think like attuning your pendulum to you is important first. Um, but for me, when I do this test, my pendulum will spin. And that's kind of like a way of my guides or whatever it may be, like the energy, the universal pull telling me my chakras are open. Um, and I just find that this, this just helps me better connect with higher source. Um, you know, things like journaling, um, my sound bowl, yoga, you know, um, things like this, you know, and all of these things 
I think a lot of people think, oh yeah, like I have to sit in an hour meditation. It's like, no, even just like five or 10 minutes of your favorite ritual each day, like it makes the biggest difference. And once you start seeing these signs and receiving all these messages from source or whatever you may call it, whether it be God, universe, or guides, whatever it may be, like you literally cannot switch off. Like I see mm -hmm. synchronized numbers every single day without fail. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. A hundred percent. And, and it just starts to reaffirm as well and build that confidence and, and build that connection. So um, beautiful tips. I loved all of that. Um, another thing I really wanted to ask is in your business, I know that it's really important to you sourcing ethical crystals yeah. um, and, you know, just being really cognizant of that. So I would love to know um, more about why that is important um, and also maybe some things that you would look out for when you're going to buy crystals. Um, yeah yeah so once again I have a blog post on this so definitely link that as well it goes we into will, more yes. depth <laughs> um, but I'm so glad you brought this up because I think whether you're into crystals or whether you're not a lot of people don't think about this you know a lot of people don't um, which is okay like we're only human we don't think about these things um, but sourcing your crystals crystals ethically it's so important and I can't Address it enough um you know as I said before crystals are a gift from mother Gaia you know they're beautiful but we are essentially mining we're taking things from the earth and we need to give the earth a break we can't take 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 you know um we need to allow the earth time to heal and this is why it's really important to source your crystals from ethical businesses so in my blog post I do have a couple of prompt questions. I can't remember them off the top of my head. Like I can remember them slightly. I've literally got them in questions. front of me. I, I just put up your blog quotes. Shall I read them? <laughs> I don't go in bed. Yes, can you? Like, I was just like, like, I really want to read go. this. I love that. <laughs> um, beautiful. So Jenna here has written, and also can I just say, your blog is amazing. You have such a way oh, I'm going to go words. check it out. It's beautiful. Um, Thank well, you. Sorry. Jenna has written, so here's what you can do to make sure you're sourcing your crystals ethically. Ask sellers, whether in person or online, about the origins of their products. If they can't give you a straight answer, take your money elsewhere. Seems like very sound advice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, write letters to government officials advocating for stricter labor and mining laws, particularly outside your country. So important. So important. And also something that I don't think I would never even think to do that. Um, no, you wouldn't. And you don't think that like the, in if you were to do that, you don't think, oh, you know, it's just me. Like there's no impact, but like, this is why, you know, I have a community and even just saying that, even just having like, even just like 20 or 30 people do it. It's, it's Powerful. a step in the right direction. Mm. You know, um, we don't have a lot of kind of really unethical mining in Australia with crystals. I would find it would be more so overseas where they don't have things like, um, you know, their fair trade certificates. Um, you know, we don't have child labor over here. We have really strict safety laws. Whereas you look at countries like, um, you know, Afghanistan, Indonesia, literally places all over the world, like Europe, everything. Um, and their rules are a lot different. Um, and on that note, actually, while I remember, I do want to note um, lapis lazuli, cancelled. It's cancelled. Yes. 
Yes, it is. I just want to know well. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is cancelled. So with everything going on in Afghanistan, pretty much, um, look, I don't know much about the, that what's going on over there, but pretty much what's that kind of, what's that thing called the... So the so the Taliban has taken hold. Yeah. This is what I've gathered from. Um, yeah. I follow his name's Kyle. He's the crystalline mage on Instagram. Super super informative. Um, yeah. Anyone listening to this, want to know about crystals? Follow Jenna and then follow Kyle. Um, but yeah, he's like because the Taliban has basically taken over of hold of Afghanistan. They've taken over all the mines, which is yeah. is that where all of lapis lazuli stock is is mined? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Majority. Majority. Yeah. yeah. Majority. So I, um, look, I don't watch the news very much. I find that it just channels a lot of negative energy for me. So I kind of had a mind blank there, but now the Taliban, right? So very on this note of like ethics, like being ethical and stuff, lapis lazuli, look, great. Throat chakra opener, really good for communication, but I would highly sub lapis lazuli for things like blue calcite, blue kyanite, all of those wonderful stones. Please do not get lapis lazuli. Yeah, <laughs> and that also isn't to say if you've got it now, don't use it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to throw it away. About it, and someone yeah, was like, yeah. "Oh, but I really like working with it." I mean, no, 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 you got, you got it. Go for it. Um, but yeah, basically, when when purchasing it from now on, it's it's going to, um, the Taliban. So we don't yeah, obviously yeah, don't really yeah. Them as much as we exactly. Can. Like I still, I have a lapis lazuli stone because it's yeah amazing throat chakra opener and I that's something I struggle with is uh communication um but you know yeah don't let that from stopping you but just be more consciously aware from here on out you know there are a lot of subs to lapis lazuli so you know try to just not use it I also love that as well in terms of um like you're talking about white sage and palo santo you're talking about the ethics of it Mm. earlier yeah Um, yeah you know, these are things that I purchased a lot of when I started because I, I didn't take the time to inform myself, um, you know, that these are Indigenous practices and more often than not are grown and sold by non-Indigenous communities um, and they're not harvested ethically, like you were saying. And so then I would feel really bad using them. Like, and I like, I felt like shit because I was like, oh my God, like I, these weren't sourced ethically and this is not, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not being consciously minded when I use it. Um, but again, like I really thought on it and I researched a lot. I listened to, um, you know, indigenous practitioners and they said, if you've got it, thank the ancestors when you utilize it and use it, use it up and then do not purchase it again if it doesn't fit right for you and if it doesn't sit with your your ethics and your morals. Um, and so yeah. I, I'm really glad that we brought that up of like, if, if you've done something, just um, you, it doesn't mean you have to, to bin it or whatever, um, but just be really conscious in, in thanking um the the um elders and the ancestors that brought forward those practices when continuing yeah, to use that up. for yeah. sure and I think normalizing just nudging people and letting people know those things um you know um I think and look I was in the same boat Beth like I was using Sage and Palo Santo and then I'd have these people like I had this one girl message me and she was like, are you aware of like the ethics of this? I was like, no, like I wasn't. And I did my research and I, I said to her, I was like, thank you so much for letting me know. Um, and we just had like a serious conversation where she wasn't attacking me. I felt like I was, you know, I, I'm glad that she brought something up with me. So also just normalizing, giving people a little bit of a nudge and letting them know, hey, like maybe just look into the ethics of this. Um, 
and exactly what we're doing now, you know, just showing people the importance of supporting ethical crystal companies, you know, giving people a little nudge because not a lot of people know these things, especially beginners. Yeah. And I was exactly the same. I've still got, I had this massive, massive um, sage wand and that I got like a couple of years ago and I still have it now. And I was so stressed out when I found out about the ethics, but yeah, I love what you said, Beth and, and Jenna as well, because um, essentially when we're doing these practices, it's, it's all about the energy exchange as well. So, um, you know, knowing the importance of um, what, what we're using and what energy we're putting out and what, what energy we want to put forth in the world as well. So really great conversation around that. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that came yeah. up. And I think it kind of goes hand in hand with buying crystals that are unethical as well, because as mm. you just mentioned, everything's an energy exchange. Um, you know, the energy you put in, the energy you get out. So, you know, if you're getting a crystal that has held a lot of negative energy from things like child labor or, um, you know, really horrible safety work conditions, all of those kinds of things. It's like, you know, are these crystals really that high vibe that you're looking for? Or are they really hindering and holding a lot of that negative energy from those, um, those really unethical standpoints? You really need to look at those things. Um, and yeah, just be really consciously aware of where you're sourcing your crystals from, you know, both from the shop and also from where you're getting them from as well, which is why I'm really glad we spoke on the topic about lapis lazuli because I feel like that's really important. 100%. And and it's like you said, and I've noticed, you know, there's a couple um, crystal st- uh, like stores that I love shopping at because I can just tell from their website and from their Instagram, the content that they roll out, I know that they're ethically minded. Like, you'll know, you know what I mean? Like if you can't find yeah. any information about, you know, where they're, where they're mining from, blah, blah, blah. If they seem to have like a constant source of crystals, no matter what, like that seems suspicious to me because like surely there's ebbs and flows in, you know, shipping and things like that. So if they just constantly have a stream um, and something as well, it's on your blog post that I love is like, instead of asking why are these so expensive, ask why are these so cheap? Yeah. Yeah. That's another Mm -hmm. question. And it's so true because like, look, crystals is all certain price points. You know, you don't have to break, break the bank for crystals, but you know, like if you're getting like big clusters for like, I don't know, like 20 or $30, you really need to ask yourself like, hey, Red what's flag. going on here? Because like it could be unethical or it could also be like a man-made crystal. Those are like actual things. Like there's literally crystals out there that are man-made and they make them look like certain crystals and they just sell them like that. Mm-hmm. So they're not even essentially this gift from the earth. They're literally just this man-made thing. And they can just make them cheaper, but they sell them for the same price anyway. Um, so, yeah, it, it's really sad that this has to kind of happen. Um, but, hey, look, we just need to be consciously aware of it. And that's the best thing we can do, really. Mm, yeah, the whole man-made thing. That was a huge, when Moldavite popped off on TikTok, yeah. <laughs> that's a huge one that's like, it's very rare. And so there's a lot of man-made Moldavite just yeah yeah make sure people are aware (laughs) like did you guys ever encounter Moldavite like because it's still around but um I'm pretty sure because I did stock Moldavite when all that craze was happening um and then because I love this so 
Moldavite, you can only source in one place in the world, so Czech Republic. Yeah. Mm. But what I love about this mine is that they actually close off the uh, mining period for it. So they, I don't know how long it is, but a certain period of the year, they don't mine it. I mean, a good, a good majority of that is because it snows over there. Um, so they can't mine. But essentially, like, it is really good just to give the earth a break, like I said before. Mm. Um, but I know for me, like, I have a piece of Moldavite, for example. Um, did you guys ever encounter it? Like, did you guys ever hold it or anything like that? I want to know your experiences. Um, I have. I have a bit. And when I got it, I felt um, I felt very nauseous. <laughs> um and hot it was really hot um in my hand so it was just like a lot it was it was a very powerful (laughs) potent energy that it It literally and it gave me a headache as well I had to like put it in a different room (laughs) that's funny you say that because I'm literally pretty much the exact same I got a really hot hand and really bad headaches and got super dizzy like super dizzy um and also for any of the listeners out there as well, if you do have a piece of Moldavite, that's great. If it's not resonating with you, if you are getting these kind of shitty little side effects, doesn't mean you necessarily have to stop using it, but just don't use it as often. Maybe just introduce it one or two times a week. That's really important. Um, also for any high vibrational stones like Moldavite, try and keep it out of your bedroom. You know, your bedroom's a place for rest. So try and keep it outside of the bedroom as well. But I just want to touch on that. But yeah, there was a lot of like fake Moldavite going around. And I was like so upset because Moldavite isn't cheap. And these guys were like making man-made Moldavite, but selling it at the same price. And I'm just like, look, this is just so inhumane and so not okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a big thing to look at. Well, it's it's hard when you're obviously buying it online to to um look at it and see if it is um the real deal but I mean looking at shops who stock crystals like your own and just ensuring that you're um buying from yeah and I I think if you're not confident if a crystal's real or not and it's online maybe just don't shop online go to a crystal Mm. shop in store just so you can get a feel of it um you know there are a lot especially with Moldavite, but all crystals, you know, how to identify a fake crystal. So if you're not confident shopping online, go into your local crystal shop um, and give yourself some time to feel them, you know, see if they have the characteristics of a fake crystal, because unfortunately it is a thing out there, which is really shitty, but hey, look, it is what it is. Yeah, it sucks. Mm. <laughs> Why people like that? Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna do exactly that. I just recently, right. um, my partner got me this. This woman was on Facebook Marketplace, and she advertised that you know she was moving um over east, like selling her kind of crystal collection, um, and we got like a bunch for like like quite cheap. And I was like, yeah, it's good because like she's really moving. But I got them, and I'm like, I'm just so unsure. Like I just, I'm like, I just don't know 100. I mean, I guess yeah. Like, is there anything to really look out for? with a fake is it more just kind of the energy of it um yeah any red flags like you were saying (laughs) I mean it definitely changes a lot with every crystal um so yeah just because every single crystal has different finishes they have different forms they have different characteristics it is different with every crystal but there are so many things online that you can go you know like if you have a certain crystal and you're not sure about it just Google it and there's so much information will pop up for you, certainly. 
Um, sometimes though, like if, if you get a certain crystal and you're just like, kind of like how you're feeling Beth, maybe it needs a quick cleansing. I don't know. Um, you know, if you can give it a quick cleanse, maybe it's the energy of the crystal, it just needs to kind of, you know, be rid of any, especially because it was someone else's crystal prior as well. Um, you know, it would have picked up a lot of her energy and you need to think, you know, for someone moving wherever she was moving, it sounds like a big move. So was she in a really high stress situation? Her crystals were kind of soaking that up. You need to think of those things. But in terms of how a crystal looks, yeah, it, it's hard to say just like, in general about a crystal because every single crystal is different they all look the same uh, they don't all look the same they have different characteristics all of those things so yeah no that's really good advice about the cleansing I hadn't even really thought about that see and there you go that's why it's always yeah. good to just do a little bit of research because I I know to cleanse my crystals and I still was just like eh, I'm not sure I did put them yes I popped them out just in the sunlight like I just popped them on my windowsill and I was like I'm just gonna give them some fresh time um yeah. and I'm gonna pop an incense there in a moment um but yeah that's really that's smart <laughs> yeah yeah I think you don't think of these things and I think cleansing as well you don't make it a routine you kind of forget about it and that's okay but like I said it's just like a quick couple of minutes and it's done you know and um I'm sure you'll attune to your crystals and even like crystals for me I know when I cleanse my crystals it's actually crazy like I can feel the energy so much more but not only that I swear like their colors get so much brighter as well like mm. I love it it's it's crazy I love it so much you know like I have a fluorite palm like a little palm stone and fluorite it's just known for its beautiful colors and every time I cleanse it oh my god the colors just go from like zero to 100 again and I'm just like this is what crystals are all about <laughs> yes oh my gosh I literally did that the other day and I love that you it, mentioned it because I had the same experience I was just like god you're beautiful yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah, holding literally. my crystal I was just like you're amazing <laughs> yeah, you're looking good exactly. today yeah yeah right <laughs> And I just always have these moments with my crystals and the colors pop up. Um, and I'm just like, holy shit, like mind my language. But oh, I just think it's amazing. Like these crystals, they're so beautiful. They have such beautiful colors, so much energy. And, you know, this is just such a perfect way to introduce, whether you're a beginner or not, just such a perfect way to introduce connecting yourself back to the earth. You know, it's, it's such a beautiful way. Um, it's just such a beautiful gift that, you know, you can take and it's just appreciate it. Honestly, mm. it's, yeah, I just sit there and I just stare at my crystals. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so same. much appreciation. Obsessed. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. obsessed. Um, all right. I think to kind of close it out, I wanted to ask a couple of rapid fire questions because okay. <laughs> you are a crystal encyclopedia as you said um yeah. so if you had to choose three crystals what would they be if you gun to your head you're only allowed okay. three crystals now <laughs> all right selenite rose quartz fluorite 100 percent so quick i love that you just i love that. ready to go we already spoke about selenite but can you talk a little bit about and i feel like rose quartz is one that i think it does get overlooked just because it is kind of like a it's the it's the basic you know yeah it's the basic bitch yeah. of the um of the crystal world i hey, think she, and she <laughs> she gets underrated i guess tell us a little bit about yeah why rose quartz and why um fluorite as well 
Yeah, so selenite, of course, it's just a great all-rounder. Um, I keep a selenite on top of my, like, um, what would you call it? Like my door opening area yeah yeah so like I yeah like in the archway I have a little kind of um little lip there where I can just pop my little rod there if you don't have something you can fit it on honestly just get some sticky tape sticky tape the selenite on top of your door that'll just keep out any negative energy you know I do it with my front door and my room so it's a great place to start but yes selenite it's great to have to cleanse energy in your home in your crystals whatever it may be um, with your rose quartz, exactly like you said, it is so underrated, but it is just the perfect crystal for love. Um, just whether that be searching for love in other people, so relationships, friendships, family, or just yourself, we all need that. And like I said, the frequency, like the highest frequency there is, is that love and peace, that enlightenment. And rose quartz is really going to pretty much balance your heart chakra and bring you back to that state of love and could you just imagine what earth would be if you looked at everything with love mm. you know so it's everyone needs rose quartz if you don't have rose quartz you need it now you need to get it we love her. um yes we love it and then fluorite i love fluorite it's just such a good stone for creativity and intuition um so pretty much i just i love that those three combos like they're crystals that i use like literally every day um, because they just cover all basics, you know, mm. fluoride. It's just oh, the colors, like I said, the colors are unreal. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, connecting to your intuition. You know, I hold it every morning when I'm meditating. And I feel that's when a lot of messages drop in for me when, while I'm doing that as well. Um, so, yeah, my favorite combo. Beautiful. Second one, top yes. crystal for manifesting. Oh, okay. Citrine. But keep note, this is another little nota. So your your orange citrine, can, no, no, it's not cancel. Okay, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to be one of those people. Look, pretty much like, sit, like the orangey citrine, it's okay. Like it's fine. It's okay. But it's not actually citrine. So you have your natural citrine, which yes, is a bit more expensive. It's a bit more harder to find. But I would highly recommend to choose that citrine. Um, your orangey, and you'll know you'll know the orangey citrine I'm talking about, the really bright orange. That's actually heat treated amethyst. Mm. So mm-hmm. look, like I'm not here, like I still sell heat treated citrine. You know, it's totally okay to use, it's totally fine. Um, but when I say citrine, try and find your natural citrine. Otherwise, if not, like opt out for the heat treated citrine. And every crystal shop will give you that that substitute because as I mentioned yeah your natural citrine a bit harder to find um and a bit more of a higher price point so Mm. yeah but citrine 100% manifesting citrine's your bestie yeah awesome I I only recently found out that my citrine was heat treated citrine (laughs) I thought I'd bought the real deal (laughs) and anyway while you're saying that I was like yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and look like yeah I don't know like I personally prefer my natural citrine um, so for me, like it, it, the heat treated citrine just doesn't resonate with me because it's kind of up there with your, like kind of like your man-made crystals, you know, like it's not, it's not natural, you know, that's mm. why I prefer like more of my raw stones over my polished because, you know, your raw isn't as um, touched and mm. kind of dealt with, whereas your raw stones, it's kind of like you've picked them from the earth yourself. 
you know mm. so I kind of like them in their rawest form as possible like as possible so for me like the heat treated citrine just doesn't resonate with me yeah yeah totally I love mm. that and then last one favorite crystal to support you in your healing journey Ooh, oh my god where do I start like I do you, do I have to say one crystal? you don't have to say one I'm not gonna make you go for a three that's you fine. go for it oh my god I was gonna say like where the hell do I start so amethyst is great like amethyst is a calming stone it's a really good stone for intuition and I feel like when we're in those really low points we need those uh, messages from our mm. higher selves from the universe so amethyst 100 percent um what's another one mangano calcite so that i one, love it i only just yeah. got it recently i God, only just got my first pillar of it i'm so excited to work with it <laughs> yes it's really 100 nice. recommend that such a good heart chakra stone as well as helping you in healing um whatever it may be you know letting go of any traumas that you have breaking down old habits mangano calcite will be your best friend and look I'm sorry to be that person again, but selenite, like it's just, it's just <laughs> selenite, baby. like literally selenite all the way. It's the OG. Um, pretty much. Yeah. Just as you said, you know, you're healing from something. You're wanting to break down um, old negative habits. So getting that selenite crystal within your aura, you know, it's going to help you break down all of those things that no longer serve you. Mm, if anyone listening doesn't have selenite, uh, this the is moment, your message it's your sign. to get selenite. Because I mean, literally... I've got a bunch and I'm already like after this episode, I'm like, I really need to get some more selenite. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, literally. <laughs> we love it. Um, well, thank you so much for being on. It's it's so clear through your story and how you talk about your love for crystals and the importance of it being ethical in your business, how aligned you are and, and the success of your business, I think is so reflective of that. As Beth said Mm. before, you're celebrating 3k followers. You've been in business for nine, nine, 10 months. And, and I just feel like it's such a wonderful reflection of how following your heart, following your intuition, it will just just pay off in bucket loads. Um, and you're such a beautiful reflection of that. Oh, thank you so much. Not me getting emotional. Oh my gosh. It's your season. Whoop, whoop. All of you. All the time. All the time. Um, can you please tell us where, um, whoever is listening, can you please let them know where to find you? What to look, um, you know, if you've got stuff to buy, out, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> tell us all the things so that we can all track you down and buy all your crystals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I have a website, parentcrystals.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, parent.crystals. I do weekly drops, so I post new things all the time. Um, But if you want to follow my personal account, it's just Jenna Sansom. Um, And then, yeah, I'm sure I'll give the girls like a sneaky little discount code anyway Mm -hmm. um, that you guys can use and use this as your sign to buy some selenite because, look, I think the message is pretty clear. (laughs) Legit. <laughs> With this is the name of this episode really should just be um Selenite Fan Club. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> what is in a t-shirt? Like, do we actually get a t-shirt made up? I feel like this is actually a thing. <laughs> a little spotter merch. A little spotter yeah. merch. Please. Um, yeah. But yeah, we will we will include all of those links um for Jenna in the show notes. If you watch this on YouTube in the little description, um, as well as that beautiful discount code that she's gonna offer you guys. We are so spoiled. Um 
but yeah, just thank you so much. This has been just so lovely to talk with you. Um, and yeah, you're the best. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you for having me, guys. You're all so good. welcome. So we will uh we'll talk to you guys all next week. Bye. Awesome. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mystic Millennial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, leave a review and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an app. Thank you. Bye.